News Flash! The Jay and Dan podcast is hot! So hot, it's like melted butter rolling down Sexy Mike's backside! But that might help him keep regular! And Dan showed us he's no Amelia Earhart by puking in a Red Bull plane! <laughs> Wait! This just in! Jay's new book title, Come to the VJJ Party, is a big hit with the boys on the podcast. In other news, I have an itch in my jockey shorts, and I don't know where they came from. And I'm Engineer Jim, and that's all the news that's fit to print. Hit it, Patrick. You're listening to the Jay and Dan Podcast. Dance. Welcome to the Jan Dan Podcast, episode number 39, brought to you by our great friends at DraftKings. DraftKings is giving you the chance to turn 27 bucks into $1 million playing one-week fantasy football. And also use the promo code JDP when you make your first deposit. They'll match it. You also get a free satellite entry ticket into the Millionaire Maker Contest for free. DraftKings, that guy. JDP. Don't uh, forget that. Don't forget that. Hey, right off the right off the hop. We, Let's do it. We had a lot of requests for the Canadian Wall of Fame. Terry Fox. Here it is. At CM Blake 24. I want to nominate Terry Fox for the Canadian Wall of Fame. At CHR1SS14. How is Terry Fox not on the Wall of Fame? Cousins underscore Ben. Hey Jay and Dan. How is Terry not on the Wall of Fame? Well, he is now. And he looks great. Terry Fox, for our uh, American listeners, is an iconic Canadian who um, decided to try uh, cure cancer uh, by running across Canada on one leg. He he only made it halfway before uh, the disease caught up to him again. And now every single year in Canada, they have Terry Fox runs in every city and every community. It's raised, I can't even begin to describe how many millions of dollars for cancer research. All because of Terry Fox. Yeah, he's uh, one of the greatest Canadians. One thing I was saying is this is his kind of iconic t-shirt. He, it was called the Marathon of Hope that he ran across Canada or tried to. Made it to Thunder Bay. That's as far as he made it. He's wearing this Marathon of Hope t-shirt, sort of a, the ringer tee. Roots, you pointed out to me, Dan, or I think your brother did. They're doing like the Log Rider t-shirts. Yes. Uh, they're l- doing the old Canadian film board t-shirts. They should do this Marathon of Hope t-shirt, this ringer tee. They should sell it and all the money should go to Canadian Cancer Society. Come on, Roots! Boom! Come on, Roots! I-, I don't know if you remember, back in the 80s, they had a Terry Fox movie that came to the theaters. I do remember that, yep. And my mom was having some party or something. It was like a, one of those jewelry parties. So my dad's like, oh, great, I got life for the kids. Jewelry so, party. He, so he took us to the movie. Little did we know, Terry Fox had a sailor of a mouth. Yeah. <laughs> no, he was angry. It was a lot of swearing, so my dad's like, oh. You'd be pissed off, too, if you had kids. And so I I thought of that when I saw Terry Fox on the wall. So my parents took me to, or my dad took me to that. And then my parents also took us to a um, Mickey Rooney, kind of like vaudeville show at the old Hummingbird Theater in Toronto. So the curtain opens, and it's a chorus, chorus line of women. And there was a mirror behind them. They had no, uh. Undergarments on, on the bones. Whores. So, they're all, they're so, all hookers. Did my parents not research that? Two minutes How in. Oh, they know. Two it's minutes Mickey in. Rudy's like an old time movie Bye. star. The two minutes in, they're like, we're like getting by all the people. Oh, so you left. Oh, they, they took us out. <laughs> they threw us in the hotel room and then. Wow. They 
A similar story. I grew up in a town, well, before I moved to Athabasca, I lived in a town called Boyle, which is 700 people. They used to bring movies into the local gym, right? <laughs> like, this is pre-VCR, pre-anything, so you'd go, the whole town would go to the gym, and you'd watch a movie. They'd bring one movie in, and you'd just, like, you'd just watch whatever they brought in. Watch it! <laughs> and we all got in there one day. And they brought in the wrong movie. They brought in, a, I don't know what they wanted to bring in, but they ended up bringing a, mo- a movie called The Watermelon Man. And it was like a guy who turned black, but wanted to still be white. What? And like overnight he turned black. And he was like trying all these ways to go back to being white. And there was all this nudity. And there, we were all like six years old and watching it. And every once in a while you'd see like a, like a, a on the screen. And we were like six years old on the prairie. So... Soft core porn, extremely racist film. Yeah, yeah. Nice. And everyone was like, ah! <laughs> "Why not, eh?" Well, you were the saying the mayor's I- like, "Why did this happen to me?" They were uh, rerunning an old SNL, and you said at the beginning there was disclaimer saying some of the things in this sketch were funny back then, but not funny now. Yeah, they actually did that right after the premiere. They had a rerun of an old Richard oh, Pryor, yeah. like a, it was like 74, 75, and they said just a disclaimer. A lot of things that are in this show seemed funny in the 70s and now are extremely offensive. I don't think they can show the old Tom and Jerry cartoons either. Probably not. Can they show any cartoons? The Little Rascals? They can't show that? That's that's racist. You're Uh, sure cute, Let's uh, let's get this party started. At C-E-F-F-I-N-R says, when's the littlest hobo getting on the wall of fame? Yeah, that'll be our first animal entry. What do you think? How about this one? At Jim Ashley 018. I'd like to nominate Hay Landsberg. That would be Michael Landsberg to the Wall of Fame. When we're out of other people, yes. Perfect. That's a <laughs> I'm kidding, Landsberg. He's not listening. Anyway. That's a great answer. Uh, you guys need to add Jay Baruchel to the Canadian Wall of Fame. Yeah. Hashtag goon. Hashtag this is the end. Um, speaking of a Canadian over there, Rick Moranis. I mentioned how I watched Honey, I Shrunk the Kids for the first time with the, with the family. Yeah. Um, for some reason, Netflix doesn't have the second one. But they have the third one. So I did some research because it is... Awful. It's a rough film. It was the first ever Disney straight-to-DVD movie. Disney DVD. We're starting with the one. And then, I'm like, who is that girl? And Mila Kunitz is in it. Kunis. Kunitz. You never get that right, can you? I think that was her first uh, feature film. And that was Rick Moranis' last film. How'd she look? She was like eight. Yeah. I've and again. You're on the record, right? <laughs> <laughs> Here. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Toolsy, not a big fan. Hey, at Joey Knighton, put Norm Macdonald on the Canadian Wall of Fame. We're hoping to have oh, him in yeah. here. That's a good idea. At the first Knickers, <laughs> I would like to nominate my uncle Red Green to the Canadian Wall. Yes. Of Fame. I guess. Red Green's awesome. Was he? Yes. Okay. It was very funny. Was it? Yes. Was and the, not racist. Fixed everything with duct tape. Oh, and uh, the corner, speaking of Canadiana, the corner gas grocery mart. Burned down. Mart. The the Oud Mart. What happened? It bur- burned, burned down. down. Burned down. Just burned to the ground. Yeah, so. Maybe it was part of the movie. No, the People don't done. realize it. Someone saw the movie the other day. said it looks, it looks great. Yeah, I think they're like in late post-production or yeah, something. Yeah, fix it in post. Uh, how about this one? Just one more. What about Matt Good for the Wall of Fame? Yeah, I'm a big fan of Matt Good. I know you too. like him. Yeah, he's awesome. Oh, and one more. At Tristan Little. Jim Carrey for the Canadian Wall of Fame. We got a lot of him. Yeah, we should we get Jim Carrey on. Russell Peters for the Canadian Wall of Fame? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> oh, and another thing we screwed up. At Kev1NK84 says, 
Travis Barker and DJ AM survived yep. the right. crash. Yes. AM died of a drug overdose. Barker lives on. Be Googlers. You're better than that. Yeah, but we That's never right. said they died in the crash. We, I, I, I probably. Yeah, I think we did. We didn't I probably clarify it. Yeah, it's very. Yeah. There was very a crash and they died. Said that. Yeah. Okay, speaking oh, yeah, of no, crashing and dying, AM died. Actually, I screwed up. Mention how I not in the crash. No, no, that's right. They survived the crash, but AM, AM died. died of a drug overdose. Right. Mention how I went up in the Red Bull flight last week. We finally have the uh, the audio and video, maybe too. There's ninety seconds of it, so let's uh, let's get a sneak peek at the hell that I was put through by Red Bull. Love it. Okay, there I am. I'm in a. It's designed for one thing, and what we're gonna today. Unlimited aerobatics. Okay, so we're taking off here. Oh, we're getting a nice view. Do I need a safety word? I thought I was gonna fall out of my seat right there. I'm like, enough! It sounds like you're having an orgasm. <laughs> no, that was me. Yeah, that, this is. It seems like you're having a very intense <laughs> jizz. This is where you barf? No. I thought we were done. That's <laughs> over there. Oh. See, none of this looks fun. Oh. Oh, I thought you barf. And then. Uh, Where's the barf? You did make it into the bag. Right after this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there it is! There's the Oh, God, that's so gross! Gross! Why would you hold that up? Oh. Just Dan's clear vomit in a clear barf bag. You have to watch this on YouTube, the podcast. Yeah, yes. the podcasters who usually listen yeah. should should at least give the uh, the YouTubes a try. So I kind of got a sense of what we were doing when that I was in the cockpit. Then when I saw the exterior of the flight, I I felt sick again because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. terrifying. And you were witnessing all this. It was great. No, I loved every second. So of thanks, it. Red Bull, for trying to murder me. I thought that was good, though. I thought you handled it well. <laughs> I thought you just scream. Really well. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to scream like like a, a little child. But I ended up, that's all I <laughs> but did. But you did. I don't know. A lot of kids don't just yell F over and over again. <laughs> Can we hear a little bit of that again? That was fun to listen to. Just. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Kirby, oh. Kirby, the pilot's best day, is just like, yeah, man, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, by the way, did we mention our guest is going to be Eric Karros? We did not. Dodger legend? 1992 National League Rookie of the Year, Eric Karros. He has almost as big a forehead as me. <laughs> Great hair. Oh, yeah. Fantastic hair.
Love that guy. He's been with Fox for a while now. Like 10 years. Yeah, since 04. Since 04. 10 years. So, wow. I mean, we'll get a, maybe some of the inside scoop of what it's like to be at Fox as an on-air personality for 10 years. Maybe we'll see into our future. I just Might ask, not be good. I just want to ask about Dodger Stadium. I'll say this. What do you mean? What do you want to ask? <laughs> How awesome. Playing in that place, in that uniform. Oh. Um, I like, by the way, Jim, I really loved your book title, Come to the VJJ Party. That's a contender. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank there were a lot of nice tweets about possible book titles for my second one. And one of the ones I liked the best was, I Masturbate on Planes, The Andre Story. That one was good. And speaking Peter of that, more balls. I got a lot of tweets this week because people thought that this was me. Masturbator forces Virgin America flight... To land in Nebraska. Delicious. A, a Virgin America flight had to land in Omaha Monday morning after a 26-year-old passenger was caught allegedly masturbating at his seat and then later trying to open the emergency exit door Wait. during the flight. I'm, coming, <laughs> I'm done here. See you later. <laughs> See you later, everyone. What? He doesn't like to stick around after the act. <laughs> the FAA called the incident an unscheduled medical emergency. However, the police report said the diversion was caused by a 26-year-old man from Woodside, California, named Doug Adams, who was masturbating in flight and later tried to open an exit door. An L.A. film producer named Sam Slater was sitting in front of Adams and gave the same account to NBC, probably because the jizz landed on his head. <laughs> Slater said that Adams was wearing a hospital bracelet and then after trying to open the emergency exit door, Adams was restrained by two Boston police officers who were also on the flight. So Adams was taken to a hospital for observation. Oh, how great would that be, being in that hospital? So, so he finishes his act and then tries to get out. So his girlfriend's like, yeah, I'm used to it. He just, he just what leaves. girlfriend? <laughs> he just leaves. <laughs> he never sticks around. <laughs> and then I like this one. Man plagued by 100 orgasms a day. This came to us from our friend Reed Wilkins. Yeah, this one's bizarre. Having 100 orgasms every day has reportedly ruined the life of Wisconsin man Dale Decker, who's been left physically drained and isolated. <laughs> Physically trained. <laughs> yes, literally. How about literally? Decker's bout with persistent genital arousal syndrome came about two years ago when he slipped a disc in his back falling from a chair. While heading to the hospital, he had five orgasms. <laughs> and they just kept coming. <laughs> as many as 100 a day. None of which the married father of two boys enjoys. <laughs> I was in line at the grocery store once, and as I got to the front, I dropped to my knees and had an orgasm, <laughs> says the former telecom company office manager. I was yelping. It was horrendous. When it was over, I looked around, and about 150 people all stood looking at me in disgust. It's a busy grocery store. Decker is pretty much confined to his Two Rivers home. <laughs> So he doesn't experience one of his ongoing and disgusting orgasmic episodes in public. Imagine being at your father's funeral beside his casket and you have nine <laughs> orgasms, he said. <laughs> There's nothing pleasurable in it. <laughs> the best part of this story is the last line. Oh, I saw this. I know. 
The report from UKNW has not been independently confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> but did you see the second last line? <clears throat> UKNW reports Decker has no idea how he can get help, so his rare syndrome comes to a happy ending. Yes, guy. <laughs> <laughs> well played. That's that's nice. That's real nice. Uh, yes, I'll take a can of this. <laughs> uh, no wonder you guys are always so busy on the computer. <laughs> Oh, good dropping. Good <laughs> dropping. Dropping it um, in. So that's fake. Fake. I call fake on Dale Decker. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> and they have a picture of the guy. Oh, he's yeah. so upset. I love it. <laughs> but the worst part is there's a box of Kleenex next to him. <laughs> uh, I was, who wanted this Phil Davison thing? <laughs> oh, God. Dan. Oh, can we? That was funny. Let's listen. <coughs> what's that? What's what's going on yeah, here? Wait, what was that? Oh, come back to it. Oh, yeah, really? Should we come back to it? Okay, sorry. I don't even know what that is. Okay, can we do uh, email chain theater? Can we do? Uh, yeah. That? Do you have a copy of the email chain? Okay. I and Dan does. I I'll forget. Do. I don't have it. Right here. That's starting with you. So oh. Start. Okay, so this is an email chain that occurred in the past week. Between. And we apologize. Last week's podcast got cut off for some reason. Yeah, it's going to happen for yeah, us. Just, just twenty-three minutes in. But so you fixed it. Yeah, we fixed it. Up. Yeah. Dan was just a little late to those to Ooh. that news. Okay, so this is the impetus for this. This is how it went down, guys. Okay. The blame just got shifted there too. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. How am I to? No, it's my fault. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. Eat, I didn't let you know. Okay, it, like so here it is. So, so all of a sudden, Dan's getting tweets from people like the, the podcast is cut off. Which, now. like, we all I did. S- I sent a link up. Right, I, right. I emailed out the link saying, hey, yeah. watch our podcast. Which we appreciate. Yeah. Right, right. You sent the link out, but the link was cut short. And then yeah. this happened. Yeah, so uh, I think it started with this email. Uh, podcast 38. Was going go, was going to go with oh, this great. for a Good write-up. Start. Good start. What do you think? <laughs> Penis Envy, a podcast tour, Brady Quinn and Tits. So Mike sends this out, and he sends a link so we can we can tweet it out. I sent we back, appreciate. I sent back in capitals, this link doesn't work, exclamation point, exclamation point, <laughs> exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. To that I said, I republished it. 49% done. I'll send on a new link. I don't even know where that is. That was the top of the page. Oh, did I say thanks for the <laughs> heads up? <laughs> bottom of the page. I just tweeted it. I might as well... Just go, say it. Go screw myself now. Oh, Thanks, Mike. Okay. Just check your Twitter. Not true. 65%. See, but I deleted it. I deleted it, you ass. <laughs> so, <laughs> that was my exact response. To that, Jay said, ha, ha, ha. Reading this email exchange on the pod this week, then announcing Jay and Dan hotline. <laughs> We're leaving some stuff out <laughs> yeah, there. <laughs> yes, I took told a you. Bad turn. <laughs> took yeah, a oh, bad. that's good. Okay, let's, I like the music. No, it's not done. Yeah, I think it's done. Keep it going. Keep going? No. no. We read can't read that. Yeah, read one more time. It talks about <laughs> Mike. We'll just believe it. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah we'll, bleep, yeah. we'll bleep it. I got yeah. you. Say it, we'll bleep it. Say it, say it, we'll bleep it. We'll bleep it. Say no, it, we'll some things it. don't get bleeped. <laughs> say it! It'll get bleeped. Say it, we'll bleep it! Now it's going to make people wonder now. So, are we done? I guess that's the end of email <laughs> chain theater. Well, that was the most wow. anti That didn't work. Wow. <laughs> I that, liked it. That did not work. Well, maybe it did. Maybe that's the most popular segment on the podcast now. <laughs> uh, we're going to get Eric Karros in here. It kind of ends there anyway. Eh, 
Not really. Karos is going to be totally confused. Oh, that Katie Nolan uh, drop has been missed. Katie. Nolan. Uh, let's bring him in. Eric Karos. Eric Karos. Come Fox on in, buddy. baseball analyst and former Dodger. By the way, Oakland a. Um, big thank you to your wife, Cho. She brought oh. all these back from Canada for yeah. my family. My yeah. my kids are going to have some serious issues uh, with their teeth. Do we have some? Such, but... Diabetes. Mike, you're taking <laughs> hey, from Karos. Come on in. Oh, you brought your luggage with you. How are you, sir? Good to see you. No, no, no. I I just dress up because they make us do so many. Well, I was in a suit, things. but I heard the masturbate segment. Yeah. <laughs> got the shorts. You wanted to be have easy access. I see you're padding um, Andy Roddick's uh, pockets. Travis you know Matthews. what? I started, I started there before Andy got there. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From the ground up. I love their stuff. Wait, Great are you stuff, serious? Yeah. Is this serious? Are you like an investor with them? Or no, no, just a friend of the uh, the owner. Oh, but no, okay. I was wearing this, and it's funny because I came in last year to one of the uh, the meetings, and Andy's got the stuff on. I'm like, dude, what? You, you wear this stuff too? And yeah, I'm part owner of it now. I'm like, well, there you go, dude. I'm promoting the program. Classic. How are you doing? You I'm are doing Mr. Well. L.A. You are uh, now. Is this going to be a crazy month for you? What's What's your role with the network over the next month? You know what? You guys work here. It's just, who knows? I mean, that, that's, <laughs> that's it. Just, you get the schedule, and you you know you're in for this show and that show, and uh, so there you go. But it'll be busy. Just you know, Fox with with all the baseball. And it's on FS1. It's on Big Fox. Uh, more of a presence this year, so. I'm sure they're going to have me uh, all over the map. And this is huge because we've got Dodger baseball on our air, the first game of the series, on Friday. Yeah. And people outside of the L.A. area maybe don't understand how huge this is because L.A. Dodgers fans didn't get to see many of their teams broadcast because they were on Time Warner and no one gets Time Warner. So we're coming in with uh, some hungry Yeah, no, that, fans. That, hungry that's viewers. A, well, that's a thing. And it's ironic because a few years ago, a few years ago, more than a few, but when the Yankees started on the Yes Network, same issue. They couldn't see it. You right. know, it was they had the contract issues. So Dodger fans, you know, for many years, whether it was on KTLA or you know Channel Five, everybody has always had access to the Dodgers. This year, boom, disappear. Yeah. And so you know, for us showing them and in the, in the playoffs and everything, it'll give uh, give fans. Uh, you know, they have, they can sit at home and watch. They don't have to go to the game. Don't You've been listen. with Fox since 2004. Um, overall, how has your experience been? And should we just run now, or should we just stick it out? <laughs> it's been evolving. How's that? That's, okay. a, that's a good way to that's, put it. That's it's, diplomatic. No, it's, it, it's been good. It's been a great experience. I mean, you're not going to get treated any better. A lot of access, and Fox is continuing to get bigger and bigger, especially in my situation for the sports world. Uh you know, it, it, Fox is starting to branch out. It was just specifically network, big Fox. Uh, you got the regional stuff. Now you got the big cable, FS1, that you guys are, are leading. So it's been good, and it's going to continue to grow. It's going to continue to get better and better. I just if you guys continue to do your job, we'll be fine, right? You guys just keep plugging along, you know. We're working 33 days in October, uh, Eric. There's so. 31 days, dude. That's it. There's well, 31 30, days, right? We got a day off. October 31st, right? <laughs> one yeah. day off. What are you? They're slacking off around here. We got Halloween off. Yeah, exactly. Um, I've said it a million times. Um, the Dodgers home uniforms, greatest uniforms in all of sports. I like them. I, I, I wore it. Uh, Yankee uniforms are right up there as far as being traditional. You know, it's funny. The Dodgers, you know, it used to just say Los Angeles. You know, then it, they went through a phase where it said Dodgers on it. But classy. Um, you know what there's talk about is baseball goes to the future, trying to create more revenue. 
they're talking about putting uh well, like they do in soccer advertisers no. putting patches yeah can yeah. you maybe imagine the, that maybe could you imagine edge, that maybe on the arms wherever they pay you know how that yeah. works if they pay be right be, on the yeah. front have you right ever seen a, everyone like, have to get their face tattooed with a target <laughs> <laughs> well have you ever seen like uh uh, hockey uniforms from like Europe and stuff where they've got advertising on, on the helmets, helmets yeah. and everywhere. Yeah, it's no, just I, disgusting. It, it, it looks it, awful. It's horrible. It really it's looks atrocious. So let's hope around. that never happens. Well, unless you're getting that check on the first and 15th. Well, then it true. doesn't look that bad, right? <laughs> that's true. Then it's like, well, you know, it's not that bad. Um, so for you, you went to UCLA. You went to high school in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Is that right? So you're like SoCal. You are SoCal, super bo- SoCal. You know, the ironic thing was is, is I was born in Jersey. So you look in the on the back of the baseball cards, it says New Jersey. And right. the all-time home run guy, Major League Baseball, from New Jersey is me. It's wow. not going to last much longer because Mike Trout is from Jersey. He's a legitimate Jersey. But I was there for about a year. Grew up in uh, San Diego, went to UCLA, then the Dodgers. So I've been fortunate. I, I don't know if, it, if I'd say fortunate or scarred because, <laughs> well, not, I mean, I really, I can't live anywhere else. I mean, weather-wise, there's no yeah. way. It's no, just not happening. Chance. I mean, it, when I was in the minor leagues, I was in Bakersfield, and I was in Great Falls, Montana, and Albuquerque, and I'm going, this ain't happening here. Like, you know, San Diego, dumb. Southern California. So, <laughs> On the know. team, this ain't happening. <laughs> this isn't happening. Guys, guys. I'm out of here. Yeah, no, I'm out. Even Oakland. You played in Oakland, you were probably like, this is not. You know what, though? Oakland wasn't bad. It, the only reason Oakland wasn't great was because the previous season I was in Chicago. And as you guys know, I mean, that for me, that's that's a great city, and especially when the weather is, is good. And when I, I played for the Cubs, and I literally lived three blocks from Wrigley Field, cool. and I walked to and from work. And that, that, that whole experience, sick. Yeah. Sick. Wouldn't have traded it for anything in the world. It was great. Uh, when you look back at, at your career and, and your time with the Dodgers mm-hmm. specifically, like when you walk around this town, mm-hmm. it must be amazing. Like It must be unbelievable just to have Dodger fans come up to you constantly and remember you for those years. But you know, you know it's Dodger weird. Blue. Well, it, it, it's great that you know, I, I had an opportunity to play here, and then I've raised my family here. Um, but the other thing, I, I, for me, I grew up in a household, a Dodger household. My dad... I uh, grew up in a Masonic home in Utica, New York. His favorite team growing up, the Dodgers. Oh, man. Then, you know, for for his honeymoon, he takes my wife, my wife, my mother. Holy gee, I'm my <laughs> wife, my mother. It's the same thing, right? Whatever happens That's to That's what happens with your wife. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Anyhow, but they go to go see Koufax and Drysdale pitch, you know, for the, for the Dodgers. And then to have a son, you know, me, plays for the Dodgers. Wow. So that you know all of that it's just it's it's crazy when you when you start thinking about that sort of stuff. That but is I'm unreal fortunate. that yeah. yeah. Well that's you know what that's when you start thinking like look at there's there's a lot of stuff going on in this universe that just it just it just happens it just doesn't make there's got to be something else going on, right? How awesome is Vin Scully? He's as good as there is. And uh, that's for again for me my I have a little different perception because my dad would sit in his office in San Diego and it was the only place that he could get reception to listen to Dodger games. Right. So you wanted to go hang out with Dad during the week, you'd go lay in on the floor in his office. You hear Vin Scully oh on the game. God. So again, you get all this this weird stuff, and you, and again, what are the chances that you're going to play big league ball? Let alone play for the Dodgers. Let alone all those sorts of things. So pretty cool stuff. So uh, going. 
We only have a we went from masturbating ago. thing to that's what we did. Fucking, <laughs> yeah, that's you know, laying on the floor we and touch, having this. We touch, we you touch guys all are circles. Some broad, yeah. Eric, that's, <laughs> that's why we're the best. That's Versatile. why they brought us here. Yeah. Um, so, quick predictions. Your thoughts on on playoffs? I like Dodgers up. and Tigers. Wow. And okay. It, uh, yeah, that, I've been saying that for the last couple. I, I said at the beginning of the year. That's why I liked. I mean, it was everybody. I think liked that. And uh, along the way, you know, people may have wavered, but I still. Kershaw is, you know, is what it is. That's. Uh, Have you seen a pitcher that dominant? Not for not for this period of time. No, I mean it is. It's video game sort of stuff, and, and it's, then he can uh, hit too. That's well, the craziest <laughs> thing. And run. I mean, I he know. hit a triple the other night. Yeah. So yeah, God. he's 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 well. You know, everybody starts to well, everybody, but a lot of people talk about comparing him to Koufax. And you're talking about another couple of years like this. You're going to be care- comparing Koufax to Kershaw. Which yeah. is scary. That That's is scary. Insane. That's scary. Especially so. in this town where, like, Koufax is such a god. You know. I, yeah, he's beyond that. He's. Uh, can we do rapid fire real quick? We can try it. I don't know if we can do it. <laughs> <laughs> Greatest pitcher as far as uh, stuff goes that you ever faced? Greatest pitcher was uh, Greg Maddox, toughest to hit Randy Johnson. Greatest teammate you ever had? Moises Alou. Oh, with the right. cubs, the pause with for a peeing second. on the hands. Yeah, yeah. did he teach absolutely. you that? Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> shook my hand right after. <laughs> <laughs> so were his hands that's like sweet? Did were they all calloused? Because that's why he did it, right? They He's were not looking calloused. Close. No, I'm just trying to think. Yeah, I mean they were calloused. Our, Moises, Moises was old school player. I mean he, and he was the best teammate come to play. Uh, just his not, like why his preparation or what was it? Everything. Like? I mean yeah. he wasn't afraid to get after it at night come to play every single day awesome you know i mean he was just he was the consummate teammate i'd, I'd take him anywhere man a lot of expos fans will be happy yeah well, there you that. go moises yeah, yeah back in the that's day that's awesome Absolutely. toughest stadium as a visiting player to enter i'd have to say candlestick it was enjoyable but it was also um as a dodger player uh it just it was you against everybody there and uh, if you wore a dodger jacket in the stands you were going to get for lack of a better phrase, you're getting your ass beat. Yeah, I mean... Which, why would you wear a Dodger jacket I'm not stance, sure right? why you would do that to <laughs> I'm yourself. a masochist here. I'm um, but that's one thing I maybe didn't realize until we moved down here. I knew there was a great rivalry between the San Francisco and mm-hmm. L.A., but I didn't realize how intense it was. Like, I didn't... Worse when it was intense. at Candlestick, because that was a completely different demographic as far as types of people uh, going to a game as what happened. More corporate now at... Uh, what is it, AT&T Field? I'm not even sure what they call it. Pac Bell. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is. Something now. where the Giants yeah. play. Yeah. You know, where they play. And the final one, greatest player that you saw, like you played against or were a teammate of talent-wise? Well, I, I, I mean, watching right now Mike Trout, but I would, you know, this is crazy. Talent-wise, wasn't the great, but Sean Green? Yeah. yeah. Sick. Oh. Could throw, was fast, wiry, had power. It wasn't the best, but talent-wise. And, Again, and you're making all the Canadian baseball yep, fans there you happen. go. Yeah, back in the Toronto days. Yeah. So it was, uh, yeah. No, wow, Moises Sean Green. Sean, I wasn't even thinking to go Canadian route, too. But man. you just did it. That's I mean, how I, we connected. I, like I said, I got the, <laughs> listening to the masturbation thing and the email thing, I'm like, I got no chance on this show. There, no and you way killed. This you did great. No way this is happening for you me. You did great. So, yeah, I know, we now know you have to go do Fox Sports Live stuff, so we'll get you get out of here. Good okay. stuff, man. Thank, Thank you very you, Eric. much. This we'll is a pleasure. Guys. We're going to see awesome. a lot of you in October. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll Except for that one day you're not working. That's it. Exactly. It's Halloween night. Eric Carroll, everybody. Eric Carroll, everybody.
Dagger legend. Right. Let's keep it going. Yeah. Let's keep it going. Yeah. Keep it going for Carol. Yeah. Yeah. Keep it going for Carol. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. That was great. What a good guy. AT&T Park, by the way. Checked it out. Yeah, he said that at first, and then he went back yeah. to Pac. Yeah. Just clarify that. They changed the names. Yeah, I know. I can't get. I can't of all the crap. people in the avocado room at any time throughout the week, yeah, Carol has the best stories. Yeah, far and away. He's awesome. Yeah. He's a good dude. He's so chill. He is very chill. So Sean Green and That was Moise a fascinating Alou. couple of answers there. Yep. Moise Salu and Sean Green. Huh. You know, do you remember when we got an email from the Rogers people? Because either you or me was calling calling Rogers Center Skydome. No, our work yeah, our work said no, you have to refer to it as right, Rogers but, Center. But the Rogers people had contacted oh, they? them okay. and said you could get those guys to start calling Roger Center because we paid a lot of money to put our name on the stadium. We paid $99 million for that land and stadium. We put our name on it. Can you please get those two guys to say that? F*** you! <laughs> hey, uh... That's a good voice. Fred Waniak uh, from Corner Gas... <laughs> Says, uh, Toolsy, should I release the Anne Murray's Sheets and Dan tape? What does that mean, Toolsy? You have a sex tape of that? No, remember the Anne Murray <laughs> stuff. No, I know. Oh. <laughs> he's, a, he's a great guy. Yeah, I love that guy. Maybe we could have him on the pod when the movie comes out. Yeah, we're going to have all those guys. Huh? Yeah, that would be great. We're going to fly them down here yeah. to LA. This is the best suggested book title, very quickly, from at the graceful underscore one, Yanker Boy. Yeah! yeah. Tales of an Airplane Bathroom Masturbator. I think that's it. We gotta get our hands on more balls. I think that's the one. That's great. I think we've got a winner. Yanker boy. And then just me, a bathroom door in an airplane is popped open. It's me, pants around my ankles, just spanking it on the toilet. Big on roll. the toilet? Yeah, yeah, just spanking that's it. That's almost the exact same as the picture that Dan posted here holding Yanker boy. That's true. Whenever that. Remember, I took that picture of you on the toilet reading the oh, book? Yeah. yeah. Hey, Patrick, go grab your copy of Anchor Boy and follow me to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> That's when Patrick thought he was being raped. I like the JJ party. Yeah, I like the JJ party too. I like that. JJ is painting. What's this Craigslist ad? Uh, the Nationals. Did you miss? Oh, oh, that's me. Yeah, can we read that? I don't know if I have that. Do you have that? It's a really uh, small print. Oh, okay. There. Very quickly, listen to this, Toolsy. Can't wait. From Craigslist, I have two Diamond Club tickets for... Yeah, exactly. Bring up the music, Patrick. I have two Diamond Club tickets for Friday's opening playoff game. The tickets include all-you-can-drink beer and wine, as well as all-you-can-eat gourmet food. I'm willing to part with these tickets to you and a friend in exchange for a threesome. (laughs) Two women only. Oh, I was going to say, two dudes are like, whatever, let's do it. I am not some old gross dude. Actually, 24 and athletic. Dude, I just can't go to the game and don't really need the extra money. And I've always wanted to take place in a threesome. (laughs) It actually says, always wanted to take place in a threesome, which doesn't make sense grammatically. (laughs) Please send two to three photos of you and your friend. So I can see what we're working with. Okay, so he can run into some This is a no-strings-attached deal. 
because he would give the tickets, and the girls, they're not, not going to show. How is he ever going to hold them? He's got to get the blowjobs first, and then, oh, and only then will they get the Diamond Club. They've got to join the Diamond Club to get into the Diamond Club, if you know what I'm saying. I wonder, isn't that solicitation? That's still terrifying. Is that solicitation? Ah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Consenting the, adults, right? Yeah, don't they have to sign some sort of waiver or something? Do we have our good friend Peter Schrager on the line? No, he's running a little late. Oh, let's call Tagger. Oh, Schrager said two more minutes. Oh, you've got Phil Davison? Okay, let's let's listen to that because that thing is. Wait, before okay, we so get to that, this up. can we just tee it up here, Toolsy? Do this we... this guy is running for office somewhere. He's running for he's a Republican nominee for treasurer, either in some state or I've somewhere. I've never seen rage like this, where someone you're supposed to be, come across as likable. Right, he's trying to rally other party members. I I believe here this is the first time you've seen him or heard him uh, speak to the people who are presumably nominating him. This is Phil Davison. It is as follows. In the middle of opportunity. In the middle of difficulty. He screwed up. Opportunity. I'm going to repeat that so I have clarity tonight. In the middle of difficulty lies opportunity. This is the opportunity we've been waiting for. The Star County Treasurer's Office is a mess. And now is the time to seize this opportunity with an aggressive campaign and an even more aggressive campaigner. (laughs) He's panting. I promise each and every person in this room, I will hit the ground running, come out swinging, and end up winning. (laughs) Good God. We're tired of business as usual. (laughs) (laughs) Classy times require what? Drastic measures, yes! Yes, yes, yes! Thank you! Drastic times require drastic measures! Are people, like, laughing now? We must win this election. If nominated tonight, I will win this election. And I'm going to say that again, so there's no miscommunication tonight. We got it. If nominated tonight, I win! (laughs) Tell your neighbors! Tell Randy Gonzalez! Who's Randy Gonzalez? (laughs) <laughs> so is someone leaving this room? Not him? I, wasn't I like that clear. guy. What did he really want? What was his message? I hope power always. He, he wasn't very clear, honey. Did he say he was going to win or lose? I wasn't sure. God. I thought that was a Chris Farley, Matt Foley, like, ripoff. That was very Chris. Hey, by the way, you went to uh, Mike's gym this week. Yeah. Yeah. What happened there? Oh. You guys, dude, get into a little... As I said to Mike... He didn't want me there at the same time. They uh, they were way over their limit on douchebags. Whoa! Yeah, I wouldn't say that at all. It's a very, like, working-class, blue-collar gym. Ugh. Not like, douchey at or pretentious People at all. were dropping weights from the ceiling. I'm just we get it. You're lifting a heavy weight. You don't need to let the whole gym know. Is it a bunch, they a bunch of like, juice heads? Yes. Is that what it was? A bunch of nah, juice heads? It's kind of ghetto. Yeah. There was a lot of... I can't really get into it. There was the a racial lot of, dynamic there. There was a right. lot of phantom lats there. A lot of this. I don't know if... Uh, 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 phantom lats, by the way, would be a great name for a band. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God! I was... Kevin Lincoln. Kevin Lincoln. Let's get Lincoln on the phone. I could not wait to get out of there. I will say, I, I've been there once, and that location was what I told Dan. That location is what made me quit the chain. 
Whoa, what Masiana is the again? chain? What is the chain? LA Fitness. Ooh, LA Fitness. But there's other, like, it's not Beverly Hills or Westwood douchey. or Santa Monica. Well, Just the name is a douchey yeah. name. I, and also, every it's LA cheap. Fitness in every other part of the country is better than the ones in LA from what I've been to. There are LA Fitnesses <laughs> out of LA? There's yeah. LA They're Fitnesses in, like Connecticut. in Canada. Connecticut, what? Oh, Connecticut yeah. and Pittsburgh, they were great. Yeah, they were clean, they were new. I'm just my mind has just been blown. My gym's full of old people, so it's great. <laughs> my gym is the YMCA pool. <laughs> man, seen a lot of old man penis in that pool. I just, I just can only imagine they're like, oh, look at this hot shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I come in, I got my my bathing cap, right? I got <laughs> my goggles, sure and then I get in the hot tub with all the oldest women in Santa Monica, and they're all speaking to each other in languages I don't understand. <laughs> But are the old guys in the pool like kicking you as you go by? No, they're just like they're all like they've got like back tattoos. They're like seventy. I'm like, what is what is wrong with you, man? Who go who gets a tattoo like that when you're that old? Oh, now that's douchey. Oh. Hey, you can't call old people douchey. With a back tattoo? Yeah. Do we have Peter Schreger on the line? Pete, are, Peter, Pete, Peter are Schreger. you gonna get a back tattoo, Pete? Yeah, you know, I'm not getting a back tattoo. You mentioned uh, <laughs> Phantom Lance. My favorite indie band, they're out here in Brooklyn, is Old Man Penis. Oh, they're real fantastic. band. Oh, they're fantastic, man. They play all the games. <laughs> Shregs, we missed you last week. You were, uh, you were at a Broadway musical. <laughs> yeah, I was at a Broadway musical. <laughs> just getting my street cred down, really. Just, just I'm kidding. You were at uh, Michael Sarah's uh, Broadway show. Yeah, it was great. It oh, was, you went uh, to that, Shregs? I did, I did. It was awesome. It was Kieran Culkin, Michael Sarah. Uh, I believe it's called This Is Our Youth. It was fantastic. Uh, real good turnout. Loved it. It was a rare night off for me <laughs> during, the, uh, during the football season. Macaulay Shrek. Culkin's brother? Yeah, from yeah. Igby Goes Down. I'm sure you've seen that. He's excellent. He's going to wow. win some Tony Awards. Keep an eye on that one. Shregs, uh, <laughs> is this the kind of uh, show that Kevin Lincoln would want to attend? Guys, I'm going to let the secret out here. I don't think Kevin Lincoln's that cool. Like, I'm not trying to... I was like, just because you wear the clothes and you leave Fox to go to BuzzFeed doesn't mean you're, like, cool. I mean, it means you did some things. But, yeah, I think I've got a lot more street cred, a lot more indie street cred than that kid ever will. And I'm a big-name star with bright, shining lights. You know? Absolutely. So I, think, I, think, uh, I, I think, yeah, Kevin Lincoln would love to go see it. We've got to see a revival maybe in Pittsburgh or Milwaukee. He's not going to go to the New York one. <laughs> <laughs> Pittsburgh or Milwaukee. Shrags, what's uh, what's eating you this week? What what do you what do you want to rant about? Yeah, you know the Jeter stuff really got me, and uh, it's not so much that Jeter had forty different last at bats. I think he had it in. Uh, and I don't know what was going on there, but I didn't like the Twitter response of everyone just oozing and the comments. You guys know I hate nothing more than tweets that really serve no purpose and are wasting virtual paper. And a lot of people were tweeting just things like. Sports, or or uh, this really puts it in perspective. After a tough week with the NFL, you see a guy like Jeter, and he realized yeah. life is good. You know, thank you, like sports. That. I, that was the worst. Thank, thank you, sports. you, sports. I said at least kind of. Oh, <laughs> Mill Downey's uh, victim, or he's uh, responsible. Yeah, sorry. Sure. Did he do that also? Because I, I mean, it was just like you know, we needed this. We didn't, no, there's there's an Ebola virus in America right now. <laughs> <laughs> It was entertaining. I mean, it was, an, it was entertaining. I don't think we're going to get any of the last two weeks back uh, because Jeter. And here's another thing. I like Jeter. I think I, was, I grew up a Yankee fan. Like, I'm all good with it. But, uh, you know, the way that we set this guy like a king, and I know Olbermann went overboard. He said he was the 37th greatest Yankee. That's fine. 
and Jeter's excellent, and it's all good, but it's not like Jeter has actually done a lot with the media, where the media should be bowing to him at every turn. Yeah, he was a great player, and he did it the right way and the whole thing, but it's not like Jeter was a wonderful quote. For 20 years in New York, he gave nothing to anybody as far as media goes, quote. and those same reporters are the ones drooling over him. And, uh, you know, it's not even the fans. It's more the media of just, you know, how are we going to live without Derek Jeter? Well, baseball is going to be just fine. We've got the playoffs coming up. The Bucks are in this. The Royals are in this. Mike Trout's in this. Like, baseball's going to be all right. Jeter hasn't been good in a long time. You want the Mark Teixeira era to begin. Yeah, I'm ready for the Mark Teixeira <laughs> era to begin. Mark Teixeira. Let's all get behind Teixeira. <laughs> I think Teixeira's career was over before Jeter's, so, uh, yeah, I'm ready when, for it to begin, though. When Teixeira was a rookie and I was at TSN, uh, had his name for the first time in a highlight pack, I'm like, yeah, here's Mark Texaria. Texaria. <laughs> Young right off whippersnapper Texaria. But the problem is, no one would have realized outside of the studio, so it was, I, I, we, we fixed it in post. <laughs> they roll, yeah, fix it in post. Guys, I hear a rumor that you're going to be working for two straight weeks during the baseball playoffs. I think American fans are going to be very excited to see Jay and Dan in the studio two straight weeks. Play ball! The best how, part was... How are you guys preparing for this? Well, Shregs, the best part is yesterday, Hughes, our executive producer, sends us an email and says, would you guys be okay working uh, after the Fox NFL broadcast this Sunday? Big, big opportunity for us. And we're like, all right, fine. Dan negotiates a very clever deal. <laughs> you let us have... You will work that day if you let us have Halloween off, so I can go trick-or-treating with my kids. Great, great. And then he sends me a text 24 hours later, like this afternoon. Wait, we're working two weeks straight? I'm like, yes. You agreed to that. You're the one who orchestrated the deal. For some reason, I thought we had the Monday off, but I screwed up big time. I Again, I'm a worse negotiator than Kramer. Yeah, a negotiator and a selfish negotiator. Dan, Dan, for you, you're a father of two. Yeah, that's great. Have it. You can walk around Marina Del Rey, where the hell you live with that beautiful life of yours. Dan, though, Jay, Jay does not have kids. So Jay is nope. going to be sitting at home yep. and watching like Halloween 5 with Michael Myers as opposed to doing anything worthwhile. He might as well be in studio. Go trick-or-treating. Yeah. No, Jay's going to go trick-or-treating. Yeah, that's what I'll do. I'll go trick-or-treating. I'll have my hanging out. <laughs> what? I'm going to go into this L.A. Why? suburbs. Why why would that be hanging out for Just right. I just want it hanging out. I just want to show up <laughs> at houses with my hanging out. I just want to switch it up a little bit on trick or treating night. Um, yeah, what are you gonna be? What are you gonna be for Halloween? I don't care about Dan. Dan's gonna be like a scary mouse or something. Cute. Uh, yeah, okay. he'll yeah. be Fifle from American Tail yeah, after rabies. I'm I'm probably gonna go as um, I'm probably gonna go as Jorge Mendonca, one of our Fox staff members. <laughs> wonderful. Yes. Wonderful. Yes. I'm going as Jorge. An inside joke that maybe three people will know. <laughs> it's all that it. matters. It's all that matters. That's all that matters. I love, I love that it. you pull a scary mouse. Out of the, I love that. <laughs> Uh, what are, what are kids like these days? I don't know. What frozen? Can you be a frozen? What is a frozen? Is that hey, like I could a... be with the reindeer, or uh, I could be Olaf the. Oh, there will be none of none of those. Yeah. Let's see any, yeah. Let's see um, any Olafs. Peter Schrager, we thank you very much, and I loved the the scary mouse, and I loved your uh, term wasting virtual paper. Yeah, look, good, if you're sending out tweets all day about whatever and no one else really cares, it's waste. If you don't get a single retweet or a favorite, you just wasted. You burned a tree in the internet. That's what hey, you did. Jamie, you wasted something. Jim. Hey, hey, Shrags. Yeah. All right. How you thank doing? you, sports. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> cool. I'm just going to catch you. Oh, my God. All right. 
needed that. Needed that. Jeter hit the game-winning hit, and there's some there's some sports writer who's never been in a or I'm gonna say there's some guy who hasn't been to a Yankee game in ten years, but it, it's all good. Life is better now. Life is good. Needed that. Oh. Thank Thanks, you. Peter. Sports. <laughs> Peter Schrager, everybody. Peter Schrager, um, you mentioned how the uh, playoffs are going to be on our air. I yeah. got included on some buddies were discussing the the uh, text exchange started with, we weren't even included. The guy's like, I don't know what Major League Baseball is doing, but they're following the same plan as the NHL, putting the playoffs on channels no one's ever heard of. I'm like, exactly. They're like, no, but you can see Jay and Dan. He's like, yeah, I guess. I, I'm only assuming that's how he was speaking. <laughs> but we're, we're a major sports network. Yep. 90 million homes. Watch out! We're there. We're in this thing. October's a big month. I don't know if you've heard, <laughs> but around our offices, word is October's a big month. <laughs> yes. How about negotiating that deal, though? Huh? Yeah, huh? right? <laughs> What? Dan O'Toole will negotiate your contract. <laughs> free coffee? I'm in. <laughs> but there's always free coffee here. Oh, whoops. <laughs> hey, Donald O'Toole. What's Donald O'Toole? Hello. Taggart, you there? Hey, boy. Hey. <laughs> How's it going? How are you, buddy? Pretty good. Is, uh, is it Dan uh, flub, a, flub a Pitch, boy? If yeah, nah, it's, it's good. We're just working 35 <laughs> straight days in October. But I negotiated, 31 days. I negotiated one of those days off, though, thank you very much. Got the night off on All Hallows' Eve, Jeremy. <laughs> oh, nice. That's perfect. Yeah, it's hey, going to be great. All baseball all the time. Is that what's going on here? That's yes. it. That's it, my friend. We got baseball on Fox Sports 1, America's new sports network, National League Championship Series and Division Series. We just had Eric Karros, the Dodger legend, on here in studio. What a gem that guy is. I could not stop looking at his forehead. Really? <laughs> yeah, I couldn't. I'm, I'm going to kind of miss uh, Ronnie Washington and Charlie Manuel, those guys, having not, not having those boys in the playoffs anymore. Ronnie is just knee-deep in cocaine and prostitutes right now. <laughs> the, yeah, I... I I think he probably. Uh, <laughs> I think he probably decided to to shut her down and go for it. Hey, speaking of Ronnie, I understand you have a Ronnie story for us this week, my friend. I do have a a, a doozy Ronnie oh, story. Yeah. I, to, to be honest, I don't. I can't get too specific when to when when and where it happened. It just be based on the guy. <laughs> but uh, this was around. I can say of roughly twenty. 20, 30 years ago or something like that uh, in Toronto, and it was a friend of the family, and uh, he he was like an older guy and, you know, an older dude, and I was a kid, and I I just got into to uh, to this church with my, my sister, and, and uh, I was I was trying out the, the, uh, the hardcore Bible something, boys. I was going for it. Trying, wow. the, trying the Lord, I, I taking was, the Lord for a spin. I was right down... <laughs> Right now in the Lord to the point where I couldn't touch myself anymore. I was scared. Wow. Yeah, that happened to me, too. It's called Catholicism. Yeah, Go on. But anyway, that, that's just part of the problem. Uh, so uh, there, there was a nice guy in the church, friendly guy, and he said he had the he had uh, ColecoVision. You guys remember ColecoVision? Oh, big time. Big time. 
and, and this was like you know a couple about ten years after ColecoVision, so they weren't they weren't around at all. And I don't know if you remember, but the sports for ColecoVision were great, like the baseball and the yep. football. They were they were there. You could kind of control every guy, and it was classic. So he's like, yeah, I got I got the uh, I got the ColecoVision. You want to come over and play it for a bit? Come on, it'll like be fun. <laughs> oh my God. And this guy's probably 35 or something oh, at the time, geez. and I was like 14 or something, 13. Mm. So I'm playing the ColecoVision, and he's like over, in the, and it was like one of those, I think he lived with his parents, and his parents weren't there as one of those kind of deals. He had like a, a lot of like uh, collections, like hockey cards and whatnot. <laughs> and anyway, he, he was like at the other side of the room, and he was like, he had these huge like 70s, 70s cans listening to tunes. Well, I was like, I was like playing ColecoVision. I'm looking over. He's like, got like fog hats going with these huge headphones on. Was he just staring at you? Yeah. Was he eyeing you up? Kind of. You know, like sitting back, just hanging out. And he's like, you know, he's going. He's like, put on a Skinner album and like put the cans on. I just like listening. He's like looking at the records and stuff. And this is like gets like two o'clock in the morning. It's getting late. And I, I don't, I don't know. I'm I'm a kid playing video games. I I have no idea what's going on. You're sure so a cute I'm, kid. I'm, I'm like let's let's play some football. Like throw it on there. Let's do it. So I, I'm you know it's two thirty, and then all of a sudden the phone rings, and it's it's my my mom calling, going what's going on? What are you doing there still? And I was just fine. It's fine, you know, you know, no big deal. And I could hear my dad like don't oh, come home in the background, and <laughs> and then. Uh, I'm like, don't worry about it. It's fine. And I, I you know, I let him go. And uh, we're playing games. And and all of a sudden, like, he's putting on more records. And he starts talking about, like, his issues with, like, problems. Like, he listened, like had a porno issue. Like, he was, like, oh, no. addicted to pornography. And that's why he, he came to the Lord and found the way to stop, like, being a pornography freak, I guess. And start talking <laughs> about this not. I'm like, this is just not, maybe, you know, maybe this isn't the best conversation for 3 o'clock in the morning for a 14 years old. Yeah. So the phone rings again. And it's, it's, it, it's my mom again saying, like, what's going on? you got to get home. And I can hear my dad yelling in the background, like, get out of here. What the f*** is going on out there? <laughs> so uh, I was like, don't worry. It's no big deal. I'll, I'll come home in a minute. And then I, I hang up, and then he... He, like, takes the phone off the hook. Oh, no. Oh, no. So, and I'm like, well, that's a little strange. And, like, the phone's off the hook, and I'm like, oh, man, like, that's not a good move. Because, like, I know, for one, like, either he's getting creepy, or two, uh, my my parents are going to call back probably and see the phone's busy, and then Ronnie's going to go off. So, in a sense, it was just, uh, I was concerned for both. So, he's like, you want to? You want to come see some baseball cards? Like oh, upstairs no. in his room? Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. And I'm like looking and showing me these rare cards, and then all of a sudden I hear the car screech up the road and into the driveway, and all of a sudden my dad runs out of the car and just starts pounding on the door. Get the f*** out of there! Get him out of there! What the f*** are you doing in there? Screaming the neighborhood, lights are all coming on. And I... And I come to the door, and I'm like, Dad, what's the matter? And he's yelling at me, and he's like, what the f***? Starts screaming at the guy, and like my dad had, like, dark, heavy, dark breath. Like, <laughs> <laughs> probably crest the dart on the way up. So I was like, Reek, 
and he's like yelling at me, screaming, and I get in the car, and he's like screaming at me, what the f*** are you doing, you stupid, what do you f- think you're going in there? Drives me back home, and it was like, like year, years went by for me to realize, like, something was definitely probably going to happen, yeah. and like, he saved my scene. Man. Oh, yeah. Holy me. balls, man. There was like 9,000 red flags in that yeah. story. Yeah, there's I a... know. It's nonstop. <laughs> it starts with the ColecoVision the first time. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Wow. Yeah, Ronnie, Ronnie, Ronnie saves the day. Yeah. Good one. Have you ever talked to Ronnie about that since? Uh, well, my, I remember, like, we joke around. We're like, remember that creep? And he'd be like, yeah, creep, man, and just kind of talk about it, but, uh, you know, not, not, uh, it's, I, you know, just one of those things, you know, it was, it was concerning at the time. For I can't imagine what they were going through that first time the phone was hung up. Oh, man, if if they had called back and, yeah, that, that phone was busy, someone was going to yeah, die like, in that situation. Oh, now that I have kids, like, yeah, you get the idea of, like, wow. Can you wow. imagine sending any of your kids, even at age 14, over to hang out with a 35-year-old dude all yeah. night just in yeah, his and house? He had, like the, he had, like, a Wendell stash, too. Right? Oh, it probably was Wendell. Just kidding, Wendell. Just kidding. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Jer- kind of a wheels dad vibe. <laughs> That's I knew you were gonna say that. Wheels dad. <laughs> Jeremy, we thank you as always, my friend, and Thanks, I'm guys. glad we could help you sort out these issues. Hey, oh, before Thanks, we let you go, Jeremy, uh, quickly tell us about uh, the Taggart Torrance podcast this week. Uh, t- uh, we break down. Uh, we were talked about the NFL, their issues. We talk about uh, the NHL. We break down Kessel being 15 pounds overweight. We get into that. We talk about Rob Ford a bit, and we play Ken 90s, which is a uh, Canadian 90s videos. And we guess you have to guess who it is. I love, oh, it. I love so, it. And there's also a little bit of Burton love in there too. Burton Cummings. We, we have a little fun with some of his spoof sitcom type uh, YouTube videos. If you go check it out, he actually did like sketches. Back in the set eighties. God, what a guy. Burton. Somebody's gonna make a movie about him someday, I hope. Thanks a lot, boys. That's Love Canadian you, buddy. rock legend Jeremy Taggart. Yeah, hockey's back this week. I can't believe it. Um we are out of time, so we can't get to uh to a gym story and we can't get to the finishing of our uh, of our internet video. <laughs> We'll do that next week. Finish. Next week, internet videos, gym story, and very. How about they're going to bat lead off next week? Okay, that'll that'll bat, that'll bat lead off, and just very quickly, someone also sent us a tweet. Uh, Jonathan Torrance for the Canadian Wall of Fame. Oh, I, I couldn't agree, agree with that, that more. Yeah, well, he should be in the Trailer Park Boys picture. At Animal underscore Clans. Should have been. What do you think of Tom Cockring as a porn star name? <laughs> <laughs> Sh- shaking his big league and whatnot. Hashtag nut. Didn't someone also want Kim Mitchell? Yeah, someone wants Kim thing. Mitchell on here, uh, going for a soda. So many. It's a long list. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Keep them coming. We'll, we'll pay it off yeah. over time. Yeah, keep we'll them coming. Exactly. And before, very, you know, everyone's asking us to go out on the podcast tour. We're going to do it. Someone said, I saw a Jay and Silent Bob podcast at the U of A University of Alberta Theater last year. Lots of audience interaction. If Jay and Silent Bob, all due respect, can do it. A podcaster in Canada, I think we can do it. Well, we just need someone to take charge because we, we're very lazy. Because <laughs> we'll be like, eh, I'm sure it'll happen. We got it. We're already making yeah, plans. It's going to happen. Yep. It, Dan, you're people. just not going to yep. negotiate any of it. <laughs> just show up. Just <laughs> a three-year street tour. No That's days right. off. That's right. Exactly. They can. They said we can have the theater for 20000 <laughs> I said yes. What? Nine cities, six days. <laughs> uh, terrific time. Michael Vader on camera. Thank you, sir. Yes. It's a pleasure. Engineer Jim. 
We'll uh, be first up with Jim next week. And, of course, our good friends at DraftKings. Want to thank them again. Enter the promo code JDP. Go to DraftKings.com. You can win lots of money. And uh, Mike Botticello, thanks for everything you do for the pod. And Patrick Baldowney, you're wearing a nice sweater today. Matches my bag. Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening to the podcast, everyone. Have a great week. Not my... Elvis can I have some of that candy? They're <laughs> going home. I don't, want to, I don't want to know what your bag is. All right. Huh? One right, minute guys? Late. One minute late. Nice and tight. Yeah, keep it tight.